Welcome, my brothers and sisters, to another episode of In His Light, uh, an approachable Christian conversation podcast. And what we try to do is just have a fellowship and let you join in on us. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, a subject that is the cor- the beginning, the, the foundation of this life. It's so very important. It's, it's a word that I guarantee everyone knows, but uh, a lot of people are a little confused about. And, and we know the basic concept of it, but we, we don't know the way God put it in it. The word is faith, uh, without further ado. And faith has a purpose that God uses for it. And we know what faith is generally, but we don't, uh, we, we don't actually know how God intends for it to be used and how very, very important it is, even though throughout the Bible, I mean, nonstop, hundreds of times, it's mentioned as crucial. It's mentioned as, you know, the page, it talks about the peril of unbelief, all the, all the different things. And most of that is just simply because we don't know the whole picture and we must trust God. But all this stemmed from a, uh, a, a testimony that I'm about to give. The backstory of it really is that I have been praying to know God further and to know Him deeper spiritually and, and to, to spiritually grow beyond the natural, beyond just the Bible study and stuff like that, but just more a closer, intimate relationship with God. And what he gave me one little whopper uh, a couple weeks ago. I won't go into that one, but then this last thing that that he did was such a direct answer and such a direct, you know, 100% confirmation that it was the Lord. It just really opened my eyes to how important faith is. And it kind of sometimes when God shows up, it just wakes you up. I mean, it was almost a little bit shock is a word I want to use, but it wasn't a bad shock. It was just like, okay, wait, this is real. We got to stop being distracted. This this is a real battle that's really going on. But uh, I was at I was at a gas station, and I seen I pulled up on this gas station, and I seen a lady. I didn't know what if, if it was a lady or anything because she had one of those sun things, sun visors in her windshield, and I pulled up, but I could tell that there's stuff in the back and that she was probably living in that thing, and. Uh, so I didn't think anything of it, but when I was about to leave, the Lord impressed upon me, and I know now it was the Lord, and this is important. Listen to what I'm saying. I know now it was the Lord. I was not sure when it happened, and and it sounded like my thoughts. It wasn't a voice. I don't. I know God can, but I, I didn't. It was just an impression upon me to go pray for her. But again, back to I didn't know it was really the Lord, so I circ- I'm circling around, and I'm like, God, please give me a confirmation. Give me a confirmation. When I passed by her, she was doing something on her dash. And I was like, man, what if she's doing drugs or what, whatever's happening? What if, what's going on? You know, what if I walk up on something and I just kept making, you know, and now I know it's the enemy, just making excuses not to do what God said. And I was like, give me confirmation, give me confirmation. And just like the original impression, it was go do it and you'll know if it was me or not. And it was just that. So this is important key to take away. I was nervous all the way up until I was walking up there. Okay. I mean, it was a step of faith. Like I did not know the outcome, but I trusted God and I went up to him and, and I really put it like, well, what's the worst case? I'll look stupid. Okay. And I was still nervous. Open the door, a, you know, water bottle fell out. It was, she looked like, what are you doing? It was an awkward situation. And then I just told her, I think the Lord wants me to pray for you. And she immediately started crying. And uh, to speed up the story, she was had just, she told me this after, we've, we've actually built a wonderful relationship. She's a blessed sister in Christ on a prayer drive. Uh, but she told me that she was calling a prayer line. Uh, they said they were going to call her back. And right when she hung up, I opened the door and asked if, told her the Lord wanted me to pray for her. So she immediately started crying. As Right before we prayed, the prayer line was calling back. So it was just a door. And we ended up talking for, you know, we had a four hour fellowship. It was, it was not that day, but the next day it was so blessed. God's got her on a mission. She taught me so much. And, and it just, it, it, she taught me about faith, really not my faith, but the confirmation was wonderful, but that her faith and like the mission she's on is solely dependent on God. And that, that was beautiful. And that brought up conversations that have been in and out of my heart about what is faith. We know we talk about it. We got to have faith to be Christians, but Today, we're going to talk about what it is, what the currency is. And dad, I, I like the way you put, and I'll go into mine, but I want you to talk about how how God set up this system like this and and, and how that works, how you see it. Uh, yeah, faith is, um, it's it's one of those essential things that we have to do. And, you know, Hebrews eleven six 6 says, without faith, it's impossible to please him. 
for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who seek him. So we see there from the testimony of God himself that uh, it's an important thing. This is an important topic. It's one of those essentials. To me, you've heard me say it before, John. I mean, two of the the two essentials, one of the two of the essentials there is is faith and being humble. And we'll we'll address the humbleness on another issue. But those two things are so very important when you, when you when it comes to wanting to know God and draw close to Him and have that relationship. But faith is the is the method he has set up to be able to to accomplish his will right now. And we can look at it a different way and we can say, oh, well, why is it like that or whatever? Or we can accept it, accept his testimony like a lot of other things and say, hey, look, God said, I got to have faith to please him. I got to faith. That's the way he gave for me to be able to, to walk this out. And so whether we like it or not, it doesn't matter. It, it, the, that's the method he gave us to be able to do his will now. So that's why it's an important topic. And I'm glad we're addressing it because, and we want to try to make it like what you said, John, practical. That's why I'm glad you gave that example, such a perfect example of, of how faith works in a, in a situation. You know, there's a lot of different situations, but there's one example of how faith actually works you know, how, how you listen to God's voice, but it all starts with what this verse said right here. It says that you must believe he is, and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him because otherwise you won't even accept the fact of faith. You know, we've talked about this before that a lot of people run from faith. You know, a lot of people, they get in a conversation with someone who doesn't know God or whatever. It's, oh, well, you've got to have faith to believe that. And immediately people start shying back into their, their shell. Oh, faith. Oh yeah. I can't have faith. I got to No, no faith is actually the way to please God. We need to embrace it. We need to realize what it's, how God uses it. And that's the method he's doing. And that's what we're going to try to clear up. And, and that's, that's an excellent point. So it's impossible to please God about faith. Well, we might say just like myself, okay, this, everything I say is, is my experience. And that is what we were supposed to do. Go through things of growth with God and then tell our brothers and sisters about it. But just like myself, like you say, okay, well, I got faith. And then you think about it like, okay, so what is faith? Like, what exactly is it? And that's, that's what I think we're going to tackle because we've got definitions in the Bible. Hebrews 11, one, we've all heard it. And it's sometimes we're like, okay, I get it. But what is that like practically? Okay. What does that look like practically? Do I have faith? Do I have real faith? Does it mean that I just say I have faith? Does it mean that if I go to church every Sunday, these are honest, good questions. If, even if I just go to church on Sunday, does that show that I have faith? Uh, do, do I have a little bit of faith? Are there levels of faith? What, what, what is it? And are we working on it? But until we wrap our heads around what 11.6 says, it is impossible to please God without faith. We need to, we, then if we re receive that first and we're like, okay, we, we need to find out what this faith is. And that's what we're going to talk about. Not faith as in the, the general thing that we think, we believe something. But what Hebrews 11.1 1 means, like what we're going to talk about that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use an analogy first about that and he but i'm going to read hebrews 11 1 and this is when i came into the life which was recent uh maybe three years now this is what when i would look up faith okay what is faith i had the same questions as you just like well do i have faith oh maybe i do have faith am i a doubter if i doubt does that mean i have faith uh, am i doubting thomas all the questions all the things the enemy feeds you when you he knows you're walking towards god we all go through it and people and and that i would talk to and then videos that i would watch on faith would always lead me to, and writably so, but a little more explanations, what we're going to get into. Hebrews 11.1, 1, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. And if you are like me right now, you're like, okay, I trust you because I, I want to believe God, but you really don't understand it. And that that's what we want to break down. I've got a pretty good analogy. I actually kind of made it my own, but it is original thought that I got from Watchman Nee, uh, a Chinese Christian passed away a while ago, blessed brother, check him out if you haven't. But uh, he kind of gave this analogy. And what he did was he changed the words. So I'm reading the NASB, but uh, the word for assurance also means substance. It's, it's a different. It can mean different things from the Greek when it was written. 
but it says so we're going to use that word for an example now the the faith now faith is the substance of things hoped for and what we do is we change substance to substantiating okay we're not changing the word of god we're just using it for this analogy substantiating means making it real making it substance like creating it and we use the example of of like if i w- had my eyes closed and my dad told me there was a sign in front of me when my eyes were closed i it is not substantiated to be true yet. I don't know if he's lying. I don't know anything. I don't know how, like if there is a sign there or not. So until I open my eyes and then I see the sign substantiated is true. My dad told me the truth. It's real now. Okay. The sign is there. Same thing with if you had earplugs in and, and dad, like sign language means that this is beautiful music. It's not real until I take out the earphones and say, okay, I agree. You're telling the truth. Well, the Bible compares sight and faith and it says to walk by faith and not by sight okay so that's insinuating that there's two ways to walk with uh with a reality of perceiving something or receiving something you either walk when you see the physical or you walk by faith that's the part we're going to talk about when faith when you do faith when you believe what god said when you don't know what's true you are doing the equivalent of opening your spiritual eyes by faith once you believe God, like I believed that it was God and I was going to try it with that lady, then God confirmed it and it became true. It's the thing we do first to make make what he said real. And that's that's what it means. It's substanti- It's the substance of things hoped for, meaning it's the reality that things are real, but we can't see them. And that's what we have to do. We have to step out in faith, knowing this is what God said. I don't care what it looks like in the physical because I'm not looking with my physical eyes. I'm believing what God said. Yeah, absolutely, John. And uh, that's a perfect uh, example. Um, yeah, I like that illustration that, uh, you know, that God showed you about the sign. It's so perfect. You know, you got it in front of you. It's there. You know, uh, it's like if I told you there was a sign there and described it, but you couldn't see it. And then, but yet it's still there. And because you believe me, then when you open your eyes up, there it is. It's there because it was always there. It's just that now you see it and uh, where before you didn't see it, but it, it didn't mean it wasn't there. And and God's done this so many times through illustrations of faith, you know, uh, of how God used to do that. And one thing I noticed the other day when I was reading and it was so blessed on, on this subject, when it, it talks about in Hebrews about what uh, Noah did. And, oh and, and man, I was, <laughs> that's confirmation, dude. That's the verse I got highlighted and I was about to read. Literally, yeah. it's up here. Yep, that's yeah, go, that's go ahead a and perfect read it, verse. Go ahead. Go ahead uh, remember, we're talking about biblical examples. We're talking, we are just suggesting to you that faith is an act of not knowing what's going to happen when you do it. And and mm-hmm. the entire chapter 11 of Hebrews is confirming that with biblical examples. Uh, this is a Hebrews eleven seven, and this is so blessed because I, me and my dad have not talked about the verses we had, but this was the number one verse that I directly shot to this morning. As a matter of fact, I didn't even see it in this Bible study. It was on, it was posted on a Facebook feed. This verse right here, so it's perfect for today. Uh, By faith, Noah, being warned about God, things not yet seen. Okay, so God warns him about something that has not happened, and it hasn't happened. Like we're talking about a flood here back then. This is huge. In reverence, in reverence, prepared an ark for the salvation of his household by which he condemned the world and the heir of the righteousness, which is according and became the heir of righteousness, which is the according to faith. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, one thing I noticed about that was so true. I mean, you see that because what, what, what happened was God came to Noah and he told Noah, he said, look, all this evil has come across the face of the earth to the point that I'm going to have to destroy the earth and all all the things in it. And he just told it. I mean, you know, there was nothing, there was no rain, there was no clouds, there was no nothing for him to look at and say, Oh yeah, see, no, he believed God. This is where the faith is. Although it was real. Notice that before anything ever happened, what God said was happening was going to happen. It was, it was, it was real. But Noah didn't even physically see it yet with his eyes. Only with his spiritual eyes of faith was he able to do it. But it was substantiated through that. Because because he believed what God said was true, 
he started working accordingly. And in the, the fact, started building the ark, started putting stuff together, getting ready for something that nobody around him, including himself, could see with their physical eyes yet. But he was substantiating it, like what you said, John, by the fact of his actions. He was substantiating it. And I loved what it says there, because by he says when he was doing this, he was preparing this ark, he said, by which he condemned the world. Why? Because he, the world got condemned because here was a man who couldn't see anything that they couldn't see either because it wasn't there yet, but yet he was acting on what God had told him to be true. And so in the, in that terms, when it come down to, Hey, you, God showed you so many times, how does that relate to us? So many times we, 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 we get moved by the fact that when we, when we're walking something out that God has showed us, that people aren't believing us or that they don't see it. It's not about whether they see it or not. You're actually, actually sustaining, substantiating the truth of God when you walk by faith, because you're walking at the things that you know to be true, even though you have not yet seen them. And the next question is obvious question. I know this because these are the same questions I had. Well, okay, that's a big deal. Like, how do I know God's, how does it begin? How does it begin when I hear God's voice and know it's him? And Jonathan, you even said you weren't sure when you came up. And, and that's an excellent question, and it's a good point. But it's all answerable. See, you have to start somewhere, and God builds your faith from there. He did it all through the Bible. Look at Moses' journey. The, the things, every bad thing that happened to him, Abraham too, all of them, was preparing him for the big one. And that's, that's the same thing. We take one little step of with reverence. Well, I don't want to miss it if it is God. And then he confirms. Then every single time that happens, it gives you like a better understanding of hearing his voice. And that's what this is about. But it takes with it takes one step. One step is going to be like you don't know. That's what faith is. You don't know for sure. You can't see the possibility. But it, it whether we like it or not, this is where the humility comes in. We got to humble ourselves and realize that that's how God set it up. We're going to have to take a step at some point. And I, I honestly think it's easily explainable why God set it up that way, because he knows the whole picture of everything, and we don't. So there is 100% going to be situations where we can't get it, and we're going to have to trust him. Not to mention, Dad, he's got other people, a whole family of children he's taking care of, and he might need something that you go through to help somebody else. So you just can't understand a perfect, uh, all-knowing, all-powerful God. So we have to trust him. Yes, we have to trust him. And, and a lot of people say, well, how do you trust him? But that, that's why I read that verse in the beginning. It says it's impossible to please God, you know, without faith. And what does it say? He said, you must believe he is. That's the starting point. He is. So so let's put it in practical terms. So, so take somebody who maybe don't know God, say, well, how can I believe he is? I don't know if he is. Let's just take it. It's just somebody that doesn't really know. Okay, but that's the point. God has has made faith to be that way. That's the reason why we're trying to show you. You want to know he is. He said, this is the way. It's like if there was somebody out there that you had never seen, you didn't know nothing about. And all of a sudden you get a, a, a phone call or a letter and say, hey, if you if you go to such and such place, I've got a gift for you. Okay, now you don't know this person. You've never seen them. You don't know nothing about, you don't even know if they're really for real. But if you really believe, if if the way, if, let's say they are real and say what they're saying is really true. So let's say you, you heard them. So you say, okay, I don't know for sure, but you know what? They said this, so I'm going to go to this place that they told me to. And then there, there's the point about what I was talking about. You believe he is. At that point, you at least believe that that person's real. Okay, so you believe they're real. So you then you act on that belief that he's real and you go to that place. And when you get there, lo and behold, there's the person, there's the gift. So it, as it turns out, even from the beginning, before you even knew who he was, it was really real. But faith substantiated it, made it true because now you walked it out and you've seen. And that's what we're talking about. You believe God is. You look at his promises. You look at what he said. It's the whole purpose of how you even get saved. God declared, I sent my son to, to die for you, to redeem you, to bring you back to me. 
What do you do? Okay, well, I don't know. What? Well, God said it. You believe it. That settles it. You see, that's the end of it. That's really what it comes down to. Now you believe it. And so you, know, you walk it out. That's the whole purpose we stand on. Think about it. If, if, we, don't, if we don't believe that, we, we can't even walk around and say we're saved. Because the whole purpose you're saved is by believing the testimony and report of God by faith. We weren't there 2,000 years ago. We didn't actually see him physically with our eyes, Jesus dying on the cross. We didn't see all this. We're believing the testimony by faith that God has done these things. And because of that, we believe him and we substantiate the truth. Because why? Like what you said, John, you begin to see just like what you said. You didn't know what was going on. You heard the voice. You opened the car door. All of a sudden it was substantiated that, that you were to pray for this person. That's how it came about. Because you believed God, even though you didn't know you believed him, and then behold, you opened the door, and boom, it was shown. Like what you said, what the world says, what do, what do we always say? The world says, show me, and I'll believe. God says, believe, and I'll show you. That's the difference. And if you want to apply uh, Hebrews eleven six, 6, uh, impossible to please God, um, for he, comes, he who comes to God must believe that he is and a rewarder of those who seek him. Let's apply that to what happened at the car with me. I did not know. See, because if you're looking at this out, you're like, okay, well, you're saying believe, but you said you didn't know. Let me explain this. If I believe God is, here was my thought pattern approaching this. And I believe that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. And I believe that this, I think that this is him. I know he is, so I am going to find out. Uh, that that is how I was rewarded because I believe if it is him, he will reward me. And he even gave me the confirmation before go and you'll find out. And I had heard this before in a previous testimony and I heard it again. This is a good example. Maybe I should have brought it in, but he had done this with me before in another situation and I did it and he showed himself. So to answer dad's question, after you go find out if that thing's real that you heard about, you go and it's substantiated for you. Then there will be another chance, another opportunity to go do that. And as you do that, you build faith and build faith and build faith. And then you look at these people that do these grand steps of faith. It's because they've been working on that. They believe he is. And then he's a rewarder of those who seek him. And so they continue to seek him. Yep. And, and you know, that's, I mean, that's why I said you have to embrace faith. I mean, you can't walk around and and pretend, uh, you know, for people who want to say, yeah, well, you know, I, I can't, I just can't believe or whatever. Okay, that's fine. But you got to realize that's the way God has made to, to, to get to him. That's everything comes by that. So if you want to reject faith, you're going to reject God because he said it's impossible to please him without faith. So, so, I mean, you have that choice. But we've talked about that before, John, too, about faith, about everybody has faith, whether they whether they admit it or not, they have faith because you believe something. And I use the example of believe you like you got to say, OK, well, I don't know if God's really real. And, and, and then I got people over here that tell me, no, we just all came from from accident. It's all an accident how we got here. And then you got people that believe, oh, no, it was aliens that did this or whatever. You know, there's 100000 different beliefs out there. So you so you're believing something. If God comes to you and says, no, I'm the creator, I created you, and this is my will, and this is my purpose, and you don't believe that, you're automatically believing something else because you're not believing that. So, so that right there, that just shows you you're having faith to believe something. So the question is, what, are, what testimony are you going to believe? That's what it comes down to it. And, you know, and that's why we, we've said that verse many times. This is the judgment that the light has come into the world, but men love the darkness rather than the light. So that what's that saying? Hey, God said, hey, I'm the truth. By faith, you believe me, you're delivered. But if you choose not to, then it's because you chose not to. And that's the bottom line. It says that this generation is an evil and adulterous generation because they seek after a sign. They want to see something. But God said that that's not his way. His way is faith. He said, you believe me and I will show you. Notice what we're saying, John, just like what you proved. It's not that you're not going to get confirmation. And like I told you the other day, I said, God is actually really is showing people. 
their eyes just aren't open to see. You see, so I mean, because they 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 call it blind faith. People say, "Oh, you got to have blind faith to do that." It's really not blind faith, but from their standpoint, they're just using that as a justification not to believe. The fact, the reality is, it's not blind. God shows us if our eyes are open. But faith is the channel by which He gave for us to get to Him and to please Him. Yep. So, so what? What will we say to the person? It's like, well, okay, you're saying right now that I must believe he is, and I don't believe he is, or I don't know, I don't know. It's important to know for your for everyone. There is an initial step where you take a step of faith. There is one where you're like, God, we've heard so many testimonies. God, if you're real, I need you, and he shows up. So there, don't think that if you you have doubts right now that you're not you're not in on the show. That's absolutely false. It takes one initial step sometime. And that that's that goes back into the whole faith versus works discussion. If you know that if you you don't know if God is real, take that step. God, if you're here, you said this, I'm going to show up and I'm going to believe it. I'm going to show up and I'm going to believe it. That is when he shows himself to you. And that's where it all begins. So if you're in the outside confused, like, well, you're saying this and I, I don't know if I do believe. Uh, understand that all it takes is one step, one step. What is a step, Jonathan? A step is like, okay, so this word of God is supposed to be my life. I'm going to read it. I'm going to try and go, I'm going to, I'm going to get on my knees and I'm going to pray and I'm ask God, if you're there, show me you're there. And and he's going to respond to that because he, the Bible also says, if you knock, the door will be open. If you seek, you will be find, you will find. So don't be discouraged if you have doubts. We all have doubts. Even after you start your faith journey, you're still going to have doubts. I had doubts right before I went and, and prayed to the lady. It, it happens even after. You, you know, we have an enemy and he does not want us to walk by faith because if we do, he has no chance against us. He has absolutely no chance to accuse us, to harm us or anything because we trust what God said and we walk by faith. So it's important. I mean, dad, this subject is so very important for so many reasons. I mean, to not have faith. What about, what about when Jesus said, uh, you know, they said, Lord, Lord, we cast out demons and all this stuff. And he said, I don't know you. I, I heard a blessed sister talking about a previous verse that I never thought about it this way. But remember when God said, if you deny me in front of my father, I will deny. Yeah, if you deny me in front of man, I'll deny you in front of my father. And and this lady was saying that, you know, the Lord was showing her that these people came up to him and he said, be gone. I don't know you. Uh, you had, you were on this earth for so long and you never even told anybody about me. Not one person did you tell about me. Not one person did you share the gospel with. And, and, and that hit really home for me too, because if you don't, but if you believed with all your heart that Christ saved you and you have not even with all your heart, if you got like a corner of belief that Christ saved you and you our responsibility is to spread that truth to the lost and make disciples of men, you would do it. I mean, that's a true, I mean, you would do it. You would 100% do it. And that's why you can tell the people who have been forgiven much, they're on fire for the Lord. And that's all they ever want to talk about because they believe it. Mm -hmm. So Amen. if, you, I mean, arguably, even a person with Christian, a Christian person who thinks they're a Christian may not have the faith it takes to get in. So we got to look at ourselves deep. Are we believing what God said? Absolutely. And, and like I said, going back to the original example you gave, John, that, that the Lord showed you, I can just ask you a simple question. Uh, the the blessed sister that was, was in the car that was needing someone to pray with her, was she real before you opened the door or after that you opened the door? You see what I'm saying? This is yep. the reality. We got to understand we're, we're thinking that we got to see it for it to be real. And God said, no, it's real before you see it. When you see it, it just substantiated what was already real. That's what we're talking about. That's why I was saying the lady was already real. There was already a lady there that was really real that needed prayer. All you did was by being obedient by faith, you substantiated what was already real. That's what we're talking about. So all the things of God, all the testimonies of God, they're all real. The only thing that makes it real where we actually see it is by faith. We substantiated it as being real, but it's already real. We, we are a body of Christ, okay? And we are supposed to be there for each other. But if I don't have faith, God can't use me because this is what it looked like with my natural eyes. 
maybe homeless person, maybe drug addict, maybe anything. I mean, like these are the thoughts that were going through my head. Okay. But if I didn't have faith and wasn't obedient, then God can't use me. And, and that's got to hit somebody in the heart. Like God can't use you if you don't trust him. He can't. All of this life is walked out by faith. As far as the spiritual is concerned, it is walked out by faith. And if you don't have it, that's why the verse, I mean, that's why the verse makes perfect sense. It's impossible to please God. He needs you to believe him so he can use you. And you know what? God's going to accomplish his will. I just praise God that I was obedient because when I drive away, somebody else is going to listen. He's going to get it done no matter what. Do you want to be a vessel or do you not want to be a vessel? And if you do, if the answer is no, I'm kind of scared to be a vessel like I have been before too, then you need to know God more because once you know what he has is better than anything here, you'll want to be his vessel. It's not scary. He gives you the power for all of it. Yeah. And, and, and that's what I'll say. I mean, another good, let's use another example of just how faith works and promises. And John, you've heard me say this many times. I mean, there's so many promises that God has given his people, you know, a testimony of himself, of wh wh how he's there for them and what he does for them. But you heard me say it many times, a lot of times it, it does a lot of people no good because they don't believe it. And he says it is because a lot of times there's another verse that speaks about this. He said, you know, you didn't receive, you didn't get these things because you didn't unite what you knew with faith. You didn't unite it with faith. Another, let's say there's a situation where someone's in a, a very stressful situation. There's turmoil all around them. So as they're reading, they, they come across a verse in the word that says, I will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. Okay, they read that. And they say, okay, God said that. So now, like I said, if you just read that and walk away, you're going to keep living in turmoil. But on the other hand, if you believe what God has said, and like I said, it's not just somebody saying something. This is God who cannot lie. So he said, I will keep you in perfect peace if you keep your mind stayed on me. So I take that promise and I unite it with faith and say, God, I believe you. You're powerful. You're going to do this. And next thing you know, I start walking in that. Next thing you know, I start experiencing. It becomes the, the like you saying, the substantiating of what God said was true. He said, I'll keep you in perfect peace. If you keep your mind stayed on me, I keep my mind stayed on him. And guess what? I start seeing peace coming about. And it's yep. because it was always true, but I never united it with faith. It was always there, but I didn't believe God. So it wasn't substantiated in my life. And that goes with on the flip side of it, all the scoffers and, and people that, you know, either it may be you that's listening to this or people that make fun of Christians, call them crazy, say you're, you know, we've got all, all the comments here, ludicrous, uh, you know, these are fairy tales, these are fables, you, you're a grown man, I've got them all. And uh, those two people, it's real for those two people too. They just refuse to believe it. And 999% of the time, it's because they don't want to believe it because if they do life's going to have to change it's and they they put all these excuses and honestly if you if we, any christian had faith they'd be protected from that because all of it's easily refutable they never really have answers they just have sarcasm uh, you know my uh, blessed brother mike winger put it perfectly he said i would i would challenge any of the scoffers to take away sarcasm and something else but sarcasm was a big one and then try to argue because that's all they ever have. They have, they're just, you know, oh yeah, I worship Zeus. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they just sarcastic all the time and scoffing all the time. They don't actually ever provide anything. And it's because they're running. If they had faith in the things that we say, they would find out too. It's always there. It's always there. The lady was in the car needing prayer. No matter what I did, she was still there, but the enemy, there's a there's a battle going on there. The enemy's like, nope, 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 nope. You're going to be embarrassed, this, that. While God said, go find out if it's me. And he did, he could have confirmed it to me, right? Immediately there. But he's trying to build my faith. Go and find out. This is the second time he's done that. And then the next day, you know, really, my, it wakes you up. It wakes you up when he shows up. And you 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 want to walk around and you want to, you, oh, wait, we're back in this battle. Let's get back to work. Let's go help the kingdom. Let's move on. So... Once you get that revelation that this is a real battle, uh, God is real. He created everything. He sent his son to die. He's our ticket into heaven. Heaven's coming. Jesus is coming. 
And uh, you realize that's real. You want to get in on this thing. And that's what I mean. It's not scary to be a vessel. You want to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I said from the beginning, we 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 got to embrace faith. It's the way to God. And that's why I said, if somebody comes up to me and, you know, you're talking to somebody and, and you know, you hear that, you know, some, an unbeliever, they might say, hey, well, you got to have faith to believe that. You know what my answer is? Absolutely. That's right. That's the way God gave. That's the, what God, that's the pathway he gave to him. So you can try to choose another way. That's why I made that uh, was using that verse where Jesus said this in an adulterous generation that seeks after the sign after a sign. But what did he say? No sign shall be given to it, but the sign of Jonah and a sign of that Jesus would 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 die and be resurrected. You see. So what I'm saying is no sign. He said you're not going to get it. He said because why? Faith is the pathway that I gave to to accomplish this life right now. And so we either embrace it or we run from it or we hide or we try to compromise with it or whatever. But the bottom line is it's the way God gave us to it's get the to path. him and to be pleasing. It's the path. It's the path and the gate. Yep. Okay. It's the path and the front door. It's the beginning. And then it's the path. Think of liken mm -hmm. it to a gate. You walk into a gate, faith, then the path is faith. And then you get another gate and, th and that's just going to keep happening. And that faith is in that is walking by faith. And when I say the front door, I mean, that's the beginning. And this is what I want everybody to hear. And it, it is a little bit scary at first to, to receive, but it is the only way. And you got to listen. You've got to take a step first. At some point, you got to believe you got to just, OK, there you are. I promise you the fear and the anxiety of taking that step is nothing compared to the assurance you feel when he answers you. And it's almost unbelievable at that point. I'm like, God, you're going to have to give me a couple more of these so I can just like, did that just happen? Because that's what it's like. Okay, wait a minute. This is real because you don't realize how much you unbelieved until something like this happens. Then you realize, man, I was a doubter. I read, how many things else did I miss? And then you, and you dive in further. And, and mind you, brothers and sisters, listen to this part. When you do this step, the enemy will target you. It will immediately happen. So be ready. Don't be surprised. The distractions you haven't seen in forever will come out. All the distractions to get you to get off that path. That should be your confirmation, number one, that, okay, I'm going the right direction. If all of a sudden, all these you know, friend I hadn't talked to, whatever the case may be, some, some situation that pops up that hasn't happened in a year, all of a sudden, or some bad thing happens all of a sudden, you got to remember there's an enemy. And I don't think we warn each other enough about this, not just taking the step, oh, yeah, it's going to be glorious, but it's going to be a battle on the way. Absolutely. And and John, just for people that know, because they can hear us talking or he'll hear other brothers and sisters and they say, Man, I don't know, how can these people be so strong in their belief and their faith? But but my encouragement to them, and you can testify to this, it doesn't start off that way. We didn't start off that way. It's like what you were saying. Your faith is built. The first time that God asks you to believe him, sometimes you're like, okay, I'm not sure. But I'm going to believe you. I'm going to trust you that what you said was true. And what I hear is you. And then he confirms himself to you. And then the next time it comes up, you're a little bit stronger. And, and the next time you come up, you say, oh, yeah, that was your voice. God, I see you confirmed it. You made it true. You, you showed me that you were really real. And next time you become a little stronger and a little stronger and a little stronger. Each time your faith gets stronger because every time you believe him, and you step out, and he assures you that what you believed was true, your faith becomes stronger. And that's where you get to the point. And you get to that point where you know, hey, God, you're really real. Everything you said is true. You're faithful. And then you reach that point where now, when God tells you some, even when you don't immediately see things, you still know God is real, and he's true. And even though, right, exactly, even though I might not see it right now, God, I know you come through me 90, 999 times. So if there's something that's not happening right now, I still know you're true and, and that it's coming. And so you realize that and that's how it gets strengthened. So it's important to understand. So don't be dismayed if you feel like, well, I just don't get it because I, I just don't feel that strong faith like you, like you guys are speaking. But it starts off like that with that little grain of mustard seed. And God is going to grow it up to be a huge tree that everybody can nest under, like he said in the example. Yep. And it's, and you, you got to know that you got to know that it's 
it, it starts out very small. And a, even when you start to take little steps, sometimes we go backwards too. you. It's, it's something that you have to pray for. And it's something that you have to continue giving God an opportunity. And you think I did this for so long. If you think you're going to be able to do this without any kind of awkward, I don't know. That's not faith. If you knew what was going to happen, that's not faith. I'm sorry. God can do that. And he will flat out convert, uh, show you stuff. But I promise you, and this is a this is another testimony here. When God does something like just out, I have more doubts about that being a coincidence than when I take a step of faith and he confirms himself. And that's why I think he does it. And it's necessary because when you step out and somebody gets you, that's when you'll never forget it. But when something just happens, the enemy comes in. Oh, man, that was a coincidence. That could have been this. That could have been this. Oh, I could have just worked really hard. All these little different things start to come out in your head. But there is no denying what happened to me at that gas station. And that kind of faith is what can't be let go. So take it out of your mind, yeah. A, that this is going to be easy all the time. It's not. Get that out of your head. Listen, you if you're like me, you see these Christians doing all these things and you're like crazy. Or some people are like, oh, trying to get their life together, whatever the case is. Crazy people. But they're seeing something that you're not. It's there. You're just missing it. Like everybody, I hear this from... The people that scoff, they're like, how come there are so many people that believe in an invisible man? I'm like, dude, that should be a testimony to yourself. Like the reason is because he's real. That's truth. that can't be changed. And you're and why is there 700 million quadrillion other things than the God of Israel, the only one true God? Because they're all trying for this not to be true. But what never goes? So the only way you can find that out is not YouTubing and not making comments and not justifying and not trying to get your ears tickled. It's going to take a step of faith. God, whoever you are, if you're real, I want to know you. Take that step. What does that look like? Again, just to reiterate, go grab your Bible, read, pray, ask him to show himself. That's showing, hey, I want to believe you, and he'll reward you. Yep. And like like we said, John, I mean, like you said, going back to the same example, the, the lady that was in the car that needed prayer was real. If you had not went back, if you had not listened to the voice that God was doing and united that that voice with faith, as far as you're concerned, you would have never substantiated that being real. You would have kept on driving. You would have never knew that that was really real. By you uniting that voice with faith, you substantiated what was really already real. You see, and, and that's what I want us to understand is that faith isn't making something real. Faith is, I mean, it's already real. Faith just substantiates that which is already real. And so that's what I'm saying. When you unite your faith to what is true, you will see that it is real, even though it's real before you actually see it. And you guys all want this to be true. This is why we watch fantasy movies. We're fascinated with aliens, sci-fi, all this stuff. It's because we know that there is something more. We know it's in your spirit. It's because you're a spirit and you're inside a body. So you know in your intuition, in your deep, not your thoughts, you're deep. You know something's wrong. That's why we search for all these different things. But here's what I want you to take. This is a spiritual, there is a spiritual world and there's battles going on in that world. And what happens in that world manifests, becomes real here on this planet, here in, in, in right. what you can see with your eyes. So when you see That's people right. fighting on the streets, when you see guns shootings at schools, you're seeing the enemy manifest here. Okay. That's what happens. And when you see, you go to, when you like the Guatemala, when you see, you know, Christians flying all overseas to come help these people on their own time, that then you see God, that battle is happening. The only way you can see that, which is actually the most important, that was built first. This was second. The only way you can see that is by faith. You have to act like it's real. How do I walk by faith? You walk like God is real. Put a bracelet on that said, this is real. This is real. Constantly remind yourself, this is real. There is actual battle going on. When you start to walk like that, make your decisions off of that, say the things you're supposed to say off that, pray off that, read your Bible off that, you will be, the truth will be substantiated for you. And that's how it's built. And that's why you have all of those young church members, all of the apostles that built this church, they walked out praising God, walked out of this planet, beheaded, crucified, upside down, all the things that they did, 
they had so many Christians dying that the Roman Catholics or the Romans said, man, we, we want to worship that God. These people are singing on their way out the door. It's because they had faith first and God substantiated it. And they're looking at this like, I'm going to die, but I'm going with them. God, uh, uh, you know, the, the apostles, I'm going to die, but Christ already died. He did it for me. He did it. And I'm going to go too. they believe that. And that's why it can't be refuted that if you want evidence, there it is. Nobody, no history, historical record has shown that many people give up their life for a cause without any question than this, because they believed it and it was substantiated to them. And the outside world looks at them and says, y'all are crazy because you don't believe. You will see what they see if you believe first. And that is the step. You can't, you can scoff all you want if you want to, but don't be that person that doesn't know God because you didn't even try to search for him. Don't be that person. Don't be like, maybe he's real. I'll find out at the end because there won't be any talking at that point. It's it. This could be your call out. This could be your call out to get on your knees and say, God, I want to know you. If you're there, I want to know you. Exactly. And one, one, one final point that I wanted to make, John, just real quick is this. I, I want to make sure and, and, and give caution that faith has to be united by truth, though. You cannot fail. And the reason why I bring this up is because there's so much out there about, well, I'm going to believe God for this and I'm going to believe God for that. But it always true faith, true saving godly faith initiates with God. It doesn't initiate with our own flesh and our own mind. So what I'm saying is if I'm going to sit here, I could sit there and say, I'm going to have faith. I'm going to believe God for, you know, a million dollar mansion. I'm going to believe God for that. I'm going to have faith. I'm going to believe God for that. And all of a sudden it doesn't come about. And I'm wondering, well, what happened, God? Well, see, that's why I said true faith is always initiated by the truth of God. The, the woman that was there waiting for prayer initiated from God in your spirit, John, when he spoke to you and said, I need you to go over there. You see, it came from God. It didn't come from yourself. You know, true, true faith comes from that. It has to be united with truth. And that's why I give this caution. If you just think that faith is some kind of superstition or some, well, if I just have faith, I can do whatever. No, no. That's the reason why I said your faith has to be united and initiated by truth. If it's not, you're not going to see the real true reality of it. So when we're speaking about faith here, we're talking about true godly faith. That's initiated by the Spirit of God in your heart. And you you have easy examples of that in the natural. Like what just one good example is look at dieting, look at health rules. Everybody mm -hmm. believes so many things, found out later. Nope, that wasn't it. You can't, if you believe not truth, you will find out in the end that it's not. And that's, that's why right. it, it's, I mean, there's so many examples of that, but we can't even hardly <laughs> get on that in 2023 without being controversial. But there's so many things about, believing the wrong things and we find out i mean we change there's this is why trends exist because well, well that didn't work up oh, that didn't work up oh, that didn't work up oh, cardio cardio nope cardio is not good fats fats no they are good no 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 i'm just constantly over and over again but when with god it, it's something that never fades that's why it's so important but you will never know unless you believe first you won't oh man this used to scare me to hear it but it's so true you're gonna have to believe first even if he does show himself and he will to you before you believe, you won't believe it. That's the problem. It's it, 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 You might believe it for a second, but it won't latch like it will when you take a step of faith. That's why he wants you to do it. You think Abraham ever doubted God again after that? After the son thing? He probably, I mean, honestly, we're human. But I mean, that. imagine how terrified he was and how much trust he must have had to lay his son on that altar. Okay, I mean, we're talking about your kid, dude. This was the scariest thing coming in this life. What, what if, what if? See, this is how the enemy gets you, man. You gotta be, you gotta be so. You, you cannot be ignorant of him. I mean, oh, what if he just wants you to lay down your kid like Abraham? Oh man, what if he's you're just gonna take everything from you, your whole family from you? Oh man, you don't want to do this. But imagine Abraham's thinking that same thing, but he trusts God more than those thoughts. And then when God provided that ram, man, you talk about something you'll never forget—the strength of his faith. And, and that's why he was nicknamed the father of faith. And what did God do yes. when he did that? He declared him righteous. And that's, that's a big deal. Absolutely. And, and that's why I say, you know, I mean, if you, if you have faith in a lie, you're going to get the result of a lie. 
That's what I'm saying. So you can have faith because we, we spoke of that at the beginning, that everybody has faith. So the question is what you believe in. But if you believe a lie, you're going to get a lie. You see, that's the reality. That's why I'm saying don't look at faith as some kind of superstitious magic potion or something. Faith has to be united with truth to get life. That's the reality. And God is that truth. And so, but when you're united in that, we just wanted to bring that apart, you know, because faith is a big subject, but we wanted to get the point across that faith is the way that God is doing his will on the face of this earth. We have to receive that. We have to come before him, believe he is, and that he's a rewarder of those who seek him. And if you do that, you will see the result of that. So don't run from faith. Embrace true godly faith. Amen. Uh, for the scoffer, we'll pray for you. Uh, for the person that just doesn't know, why? What, you want to find out if Christians are the real deal? Go find. Go ask. Go ask God. Go try it. And And again, with truth and discernment, but... Really, it starts with you asking God with your heart. That means you really are asking him, God, if you're there, I need to know you. Then, then you'll get that answer. And then for, for Christians, listen for his voice. Listen for his voice. I know this convicted me. God said, I don't know you. Depart from me. I don't know you. And I thought about that, and that was a perfect example. He said, if you deny me in front of my and man, I'll deny you in front of my father. So, I mean, that was him denying them. I don't know you. I don't know who you are. Or if we have faith, we've got to be trying to show that. And if we do that, God will substantiate it. It's not at first, you're going to have to take a step. So build that. And remember, it's a building process. It's, you're not going to be like super faith the next day. No, it's, it's one step, one step, one fall, one step. Oh, miss that one. One step, one step until you get better. So continue to act like you do believe. That means read your Bible, Okay. Go to church, find a fellowship. You don't have to go to church. There's plenty online. Read the Bible, find a fellowship of believers because that's who God works through. Pray regularly. Pray like you're talking to the God of the universe, not like a ritual. Like well, he's saying, he's declared that prayer, he listens to prayer and he answers prayer in the name of Jesus. Pray like you believe. If you believe that, pray. I'm talking to Christians now, okay? And we all have to work on this. Discipline with your Bible. God said his word is life. It cleans us. It sanctifies us. Are we reading his word? Do we? If we believed it, we certainly would. I tell my kids that all the time. If you really knew how much power this was in this book, you'd never put it down. You'd never let it go. And that and that goes, that's a testimony to myself too. Every time. Why aren't we always in it? It's so very important. But we love you guys and we thank you so much for for uh listening to us. It's so very important. Please, please, please ask God about it. You know, don't trust us. Don't trust any man or woman. Ask God about it. Check the scriptures. And uh, when you start doing things like that, you're going to be surprised how much God shows up. When you start seeking for him and seeking for truth, he's always going to answer that prayer. So God bless you guys. Dad, did you have any last things before we pray? No, just, uh, you know, faith is the way to please God. Just believe he is and come to him and he will show you. He will reveal himself to you. Amen. Thank you, Father, for this time that we've had together again around your feet, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, that you are our source of life. And yes, Lord, we believe you are and your rewarder of those who diligently seek you. And Lord, I pray that you would open the eyes of those listening, Lord, that they would come to you and realize that faith is the vessel by which you have given for us to be able to please you. And that, Lord, you would teach us, you would confirm yourself in each individual's lives, Lord, as they step out and believe your report. Confirm your word, Lord, in each and every heart, Lord. I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters, God bless you. Peace be with you.